Hello and welcome. My name is Megan Lucky and this is A Lucky Life. Come along with me as I try and get to know myself better and hopefully help you get to know yourself better too. Hey guys, happy Friday. I hope you guys are excited for an awesome weekend. I don't know if you have plans, but I'm excited because I actually don't have plans. So I'm going to try and do some housekeeping things, maybe some organization digitally and physically like we've talked about before, and also just investing in some me activities, some me time, maybe I'll go for a hike, uh, maybe just lay low, do some self-care. I'm really excited. I've been running around most weekends, so like I said, it is overdue. Um, anyways... I am excited because this episode is a little spontaneous. I was supposed to have a guest this week, but we had to reschedule. So that episode will be coming out Thanksgiving week. So look out for that. I'm excited. I'm not going to tell you who the guest is yet, but I'm very excited. It'll be a cool one. So this week instead, we're pivoting. And you know how last week I briefly mentioned the audiobook that I've been listening to that I finished is called... How to build a second brain. Sorry, how to a brain fart. <laughs> so clearly I need a second brain. <laughs> um, so that audiobook basically tells you how to take all the information that you consume on a daily basis and put them in the right places and access them when you need to easily. And it talks about how when you do this, when you distill this information and put it in the right place, you essentially are able to access this and use it for projects to come. For example, this is me. Whenever I read a book, especially, you know, how I love my self-help books, I always go through them and I underline and I highlight like crazy. A lot of the time we, we do a lot too much of that. So what I did for this episode, the last few hours, I went through one of my favorite books that hasn't gotten enough attention on this podcast. I put little sticky notes and took notes of all the things that I underlined. I chose which underlines because there were probably too many. I chose which underlines were the most useful for me, which underlines were the most inspiring to me. And then I made notes of them and then I will go and categorize them. And let's say if I want to write a book one day and want to talk about certain experiences that I had from this book or things that I learned in this book, then I can file that into a folder where I'll, one day I'll, I'll open it and it'll be everything that I need for my book from XYZ and in different categories. So I'm going to go through the best things that I learned from this book so that I can share them with you. And look, I'm already using it for a project, this podcast episode. But before I do that, of course, let's pull a tarot card. I'm getting ahead of myself as usual. Honestly, I've been thinking about the editing situation because I don't edit any of my videos anymore. Oh, Ace of Cups. Love that. Um, but I'm thinking some of the long pauses, if there are, I can take those out and it's not any less authentic. Let's say if I'm doing tarot cards, um, and it takes a little longer to pull a card. Anyways, I just wanted to get flow seamlessly. I'm not going to be inauthentic. I'm not going to be cutting out my not so great moments. I'll leave those in just for you guys. Um, but anyways, okay. Ace of cups is the tarot card of the day. Loves beginnings. And I also hope that you guys know when I'm reading these tarot cards, yes, I'm pulling it and reading it for myself, 
But I hope you guys take the message too to be something that you can apply to your life and, and look at it from a perspective of your own lens. Anyways, Ace of Cups, love's beginnings. Ace marks the beginning of exciting new phases. Since the suit of cups deals specifically with love and emotion, you're in for a real treat. Expect to enter a blissful time of health, joy, and friendship. A new love could be on the horizon. You may feel that you're making a whole new start. Just go with it and allow this feeling to revitalize your spirit. Filled with the spirit of love and wisdom, enriches the lives of others with gifts that you have and continue to receive. Voice, intuition, action, abundance, and understanding all around this card. Well, I am very happy with that result. Very, very happy indeed. And I hope that you guys can call upon that energy for your own life as well and welcome some new beginnings of joy, friendship, health, bounty, abundance, intuition, understanding, all amazing things. So yeah, aces usually talk about new beginnings. So I'm in need of a new beginning. And I, like I said, for the last couple of weeks, I've definitely been feeling a shift in energy. Anyways, so now let's go ahead and get into the meat. The book that I have been summarizing and uh, taking notes on for you guys today is called Signs, the Secret Language of the Universe. And when I tell you it is one of my favorite books that I've ever read, I truly mean it. Anything, if you are at all interested in spirituality, even if you're, you're a Christian, you're Jewish, you're Buddhist, you're Muslim, I highly recommend it. It's have an open mind. And it's such a heartwarming book that I choose to believe. Like I feel an intuitive pull towards. And we'll talk a little bit more about intuitive pulls in a second. So what the book is mainly about is creating your own language with the universe, asking for specific signs from your loved ones who have passed away from your spirit team, which is described in the book. I don't think I highlighted that part, but it's basically just this unseen force of spirits and energies that are helping you behind the scenes, guiding you to your highest path in a variety of ways. So it starts by talking about default signs, which are the common signs that you hear of mostly, like you know how I've talked about angel numbers before, that's a default sign, objects, animals, events that get us to see meaning that might have otherwise escaped us. That might be coins, birds, butterflies, deer, numbers, electrical disturbances, like anything that you're like, ooh, like was that a sign from the universe or you think like is a common sign rainbows sometimes um there's a whole list of them in the book those are essentially the easy default signs that the universe the spirit guides use behind the scenes to communicate with us synchronicities it talks about they show our innate active connection to one another the world around us example if you think of someone and all of a sudden they're right there in front of you or you hum a song and then it plays on the radio or someone you think of this person and then they text you something that is like oh my god i cannot believe that was in sync i can't believe that just happened that's a synchronicity those are signs from the universe how do we know they're really signs and not just random? It really comes down to personal belief. You guys know I love to talk about this. Whatever you believe, whatever you choose to put your faith in is just 
a representation of what you're choosing to believe that isn't known in the material world. It's unseen. And we all, some, some people are atheists, but a good amount of the population believes in some sort of higher power and in some sort of faith. So yes, faith. And then I put that right after this faith is believing in the unseen order of things. This was an affirmation that I pulled from the book. And again, all of these notes that I took can be categorized in place. Like if I want to write a book about them, I can make a folder in my laptop and say notes from the book signs about the universe. This is an affirmation. So I would put, I would file this note in a different folder of affirmations that I've found and loved. This affirmation, she asked for the universe. She said, use me however I can best be of service as a vehicle of love and healing in this world. And please just guide me along the way. And I thought that that was a beautiful affirmation that really resonated with me. So I want to steal it. <laughs> um, another note, it says, the other side or your spirit team is tasked with and devoted to making sure everything that happens in our lives is geared toward our soul's development. I also love that. And uh, again, she does a much better job explaining all these things in detail that is easy to grasp and understand. So I highly, highly recommend, again, if you're curious about it, to check it out. Now in receiving and looking for signs, these are more geared towards default signs and just when you're starting out consider the timing that's the first note the universe and our spirit teams know when we really need a sign and that's when you will get it consider the repetitions like if something is happening over and over again in an event that is reoccurring consider that usually a sign and try and find the pattern in it and the message in it the, the next one is what we love we take our loved ones who have crossed will often take the very things that they loved and were good at here on earth as a way to connect with us. I don't know if I told you guys this, but when I go to my readings with Jensen, the Sunday circles, sometimes she will connect with just my general spirit team. And sometimes she'll connect with my loved ones who have crossed over. And recently she mentioned a jelly bean. She's like, I'm getting a jelly bean for you, Megan. And like, does that have any significance to you? And I had to think about it. And I was like, wait, I think my papa loved jelly beans. And I asked my mom, I was like, did papa love jelly beans? And she was like, yeah, he loved jelly beans. And I was like, oh my God. And like my psychic said, like, he's with you and he is sending you this great energy and of belief, especially around business, which is so funny because he always was giving business advice, you know, as grandpas do a lot of the time and just really like making me more confident about myself and making me believe in myself. And that was his sign for me. And I had the chills like I was so moved by it because again, like even if you you're skeptical of psychics and look again, like I choose to, because that belief serves me and it makes me happy to have these little moments of connection that fuel me. So I loved to have that experience and it meant a lot to me. So, and it keeps his memory alive and it keeps me feeling connected to him. So again, I choose to believe that that feels right to me. It feels like truth to me and whatever you want to believe, whether that's whatever religion you believe in, it should serve you and it should feel like truth to you. The next one is dreams. 
I feel like that one's pretty self-explanatory. If you connect with a loved one in a dream, that's a sign. That's what it's, it's just all affirming things that you already might have believed to be a sign before as signs. They were in fact signs and it feels good to just reaffirm that. Intuitive pulls, gut feelings, like I said before, the guiding force that exists beyond our rational, logical minds, the other side's way of protecting us sometimes, and usually they're counterintuitive. So for example, when we think we want something yet we also are experiencing a nagging hesitation. It's usually the way that the universe communicates that something might not be right for us because the universe just is always one step ahead of us. They know what may seem right for us, but isn't right for us in the long run. So they'll, the next thing is block our path. And if you experience, like if you're really going for a job and actually I think there's a really good example which I will read in the book. We might, for instance, be constantly thwarted in our efforts to land a certain job or make a certain move. If we are, if it seems the universe is determined to work against us, we should consider that there is a reason why we're not getting what we think we want. It's not actually in our best interest. It won't help us navigate to our best and highest life path. That is something I choose to believe so that I don't get sucked into that negative thought spiral of thinking. Oh, woe is me. It's never going to work out for me. And then attracting that energy. If I believe, okay, maybe that's not right for me. And then I explore a different path and feel like, okay, I'm, I'm being pulled back to it. Then I learned something and I'm back at it. Or I pivoted and I'm on a way better path. Regardless, you will be pulled and steered from whatever forces onto the right path that's meant for you. And you can keep avoiding it until you can't avoid it any longer, or you can avoid it for the rest of your life and never meet your full potential. Um, another example was, for instance, when we may believe we really want something, but at the same time experience the nagging hesitation. I already said that. Another example, I read for a woman who was very successful in a prominent job and looked forward to advancing even higher in her company. But she also had the persistent feeling that she should leave the job and pursue a new path that excited her. It was completely counterintuitive to what she believed was her best course of action. So she chose not to heed her intuitive pull and instead stayed at the job. Not much later, her company merged and a new coworker maneuvered to take her position. She was let go. It turned out to be a blessing in disguise. When she left the job, she embraced the wonderful, powerful new path that she had been pulled to earlier, and her life opened up and transformed in ways she couldn't have imagined. Often, our intuition is one step ahead of us. In fact, it can sometimes even save lives. And then she goes on another tangent. But, uh, shit. <laughs> but I think that that's such an important one and such a relevant one to me. Like that literally happened to me. My uh, job, there was rumors last year that they were doing layoffs. And honestly, I remember thinking to myself, and this is, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> um, I remember thinking to myself, like, Ugh, like, I don't know. I kind of like hope I get laid off if they're doing it. Like if, and I, if I can get severance and then use it as like, a, a time to like reinvent myself and contemplate what I really want to do. But then I was like, okay, be careful what you wish for. Cause you just might get it. And I was like, what's meant to be will be. And then I got laid off and my whole team got laid off. <laughs> so that was the universe. And look, I've done a lot of thinking and I'm starting to 
really highly consider going back to the corporate route. I'm ready for a stable paycheck. I'm I'm so glad and I have zero regrets about all this amazing time that I've taken as as a privilege to explore these parts of me and, and to create these these projects that I would never have created if I didn't lose my job and if I didn't go travel the world and if I didn't listen to that intuitive pull that told me to go do all of these things, I would never have started them and I would have just continued the same cycle. I would have went right back to corporate and not have had a chance to explore these things. So now that I, I feel like a much more solid version of myself, like I feel that I'm on the right track now, I feel comfortable going back and not feeling like I'm selling my soul or that I'm not on my right path. Whereas I, I felt that before, but I ignored it because I thought the best course of action for me, like the woman in the example, was going corporate, staying on that path and never exploring anything more creative and just assuming that this was the right path for me, even though there was something inside me telling me that it wasn't. Now, at least, I am so much more aware of who I am, what I want, and I... I have control over my life more so than I did before. So now going back to corporate doesn't feel like selling my soul. Now it feels like, okay, I'm, I'm choosing this because this is what I want. And I'm going to continue building this other brand and side of me on the side and being able to balance those energies. So it's all a win, win, win. But I listened to that intuitive pull and now I feel so much better because of it. And you can still have the things you want. We'll see where the universe guides me next, but I'm, go I'm getting better at listening to the signs and listening to those pulls. The next thing is think backward. We, we may not always see them, but the signs are there and the journey of the soul as we leave our physical bodies can be cosmic in how the world communicates with us. That was confusing the way that I said that. So the author talks about how when we leave our bodies, when we die, our souls take on a different form, obviously. Um, and again, that's something you either believe in or you don't. So if you don't, then you won't believe in that. That's fine. Again, I, I do, and it's an evolution of the soul. So our souls obviously can't communicate in the same ways as they could when we had physical bodies to use as a vessel to communicate. So we have to be a little imaginative. We have to be open-minded, and we have to really look for these signs in case we miss them. So sometimes we move through lives and we miss a, a ton of the signs that we get, but they're there. The signs are there. So if we think back to events in our lives and find patterns and connections between these events, we can find the signs and therefore it's not a missed sign anymore. It's a made sign. So maybe think back to your life and when times didn't go right and when finding the patterns that the universe was trying to guide you all this time. And it also just, it makes you happier. It makes you feel more aligned. It makes you feel that there's reason and purpose to your life besides what meets the eye. So anyways, the next is creating your own language. And obviously this whole book is talking about standard signs, all the signs other people have gotten, but now it's time to create your own language with the universe. And you can really be creative and specific with these things. It's very fascinating. 
So the way she recommends that you do this is to find some quiet alone time and then ask for what you want. Pick a specific sign. So you can be crazy with it. Like you can pick a default sign and change it, tweak it a little bit to make it yours. Or you can be like choosing something like that if you have someone who passed away, something they loved or something that you connected with them on, ask for that. Or ask for something crazy. I think in the book it talks about a purple elephant, like something that's kind of, you know, out of the ordinary and, and they see it or they see it in, in different ways. So then the next part is number three, allow time to see your sign. You might even forget like a few days go by, you forget you asked for that sign, but as soon as you see it and you connect with it, you'll remember, you'll remember that you asked for. So allow time to go by and don't expect it right away or need it right away and then lose your belief if it doesn't come right away. The next thing is ask for help if you need it. Um, ask, like your spirit team can help you with even specific things. Like I need to do well on this task. Like send a little prayer, uh, meditate on it. Just think like, hey, spirit team, can you help me with this test right now? And I, I could use a boost of confidence or just ask for guidance whenever you need it. You can ask for a sign in that way. Okay. Um, the next thing is, of course, be open and receptive because if you're very closed-minded and, and rigid in this, then the universe can't communicate with you. Like I said, it's, it's kind of elusive sometimes, so you have to be open-minded. The next thing is say thank you and acknowledge the sign, especially if you want to receive more of them. Um, gratitude is a great way to welcome more of anything that you want in your life by being thankful for what you already do have. And then the final thing, which is important, share with others, connect with others. This is all just a way to connect to each other in a deeper way. We all have this sense of life that we're connected by. And so sharing these things may make other people really feel like, oh, that's something that I have seen. And now I didn't think it was real, but it's something now I feel more compelled to believe in and more excited to believe in because someone else is sharing this with me. Don't be afraid to share it and connect with others over that experience. And then the final little tip section. Oh my gosh. I keep doing these episodes far too long. <laughs> Um, is on manifesting. She, she was like, I could write a whole book about this, but I'll just give a few tips. So when we're manifesting, again, if you believe in manifesting and, and spirituality and law of attraction, it all, you can call it a bunch of different things. You can call it science. You can call it spirituality. You can call it religion. You can call it whatever you want. Um, it's all the same thing for the most part. So think about where and how you want to change your life. That's step number one. The second step is visualize, create a vision board, use your imagination and really visualize how and what you want to change. And then the third step is write, express gratitude as if it's already happened, really feel those feelings. And then your subconscious will start to look for creating those feelings more Then four, share, share it with others and make it a reality. And then number five, let it go. And she said, this is the hardest part for a lot of people. You need to release that manifestation and trust that if it's meant to be, it will be. And if it's putting you towards your higher path with which if, if you're sure and you really want something and you really know, and it feels right, then you need to trust and surrender that the universe will take care of it for you. And you'll, it'll figure it out and 
on in its own timeline. So release the timeline, let go of the manifestation and enjoy when it and enjoy the journey and eventually it'll get there. Okay. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you go and buy this book if you haven't already and enjoy it. Let me know how you like it and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hello and welcome. My name is Megan Lucky and this is A Lucky Life. Come along with me as I try and get to know myself better and hopefully help you get to know yourself better too.